Hello and thank you for tuning into the Young and Anointed podcast. This is a place for deep conversations about mindset, stewardship, and the development of a relentless pursuit of your passions. This podcast is a Sky Media production, and we hope that you enjoy the show. Thank you. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, people. My name is Martel Fletcher. <laughs> good morning, good morning, good morning. Or whenever you choose to listen to this, my name is Karen Hubbard, otherwise known as Queen K. You may notice something different, and that's how my camera is off. It's going to stay off <laughs> today. <laughs> Just because we're not on my typical device. So we've got the camera off to just preserve us of that wonderful experience that is a crappy camera. So we're, we're here today with my voice. Hi, Martel. <laughs> Uh-oh. Martel, can you hear me? Not sure if we lost him or if it's me. I can hear you. <laughs> okay, great. You disappeared for like a solid 30 seconds. So I wasn't sure what happened. Okay. Well, let me know if it happens again. Cool. 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 So we're talking about some stuff. It's episode number 59, Demons in Disguise. <laughs> That's the theme music for this episode. Got it. <laughs> Let's talk about it, Karen. Let's talk about it. All right, man. Um, what do you think of when you think when you hear this title? Mm. I think of demons in disguise. I think of things that could potentially rob you of your faith without you knowing it from first glance. That's what I think of. You said beings that could rob you of your faith, rob you of your faith without you being aware of it first glance. Yeah, yeah. I think of it as like deception. So does this deception have to be intentional or could it could is it possible to be unintentional? I think I think it could be both. I think, you know, based on the topic with it being in disguise, um, I think it could be unintentional at first, but I feel like sometimes demons are in disguise, but their masks aren't as good. Like they present as something that just appears good to us, but we just want it to be good for us so bad, but it's not. So you can you can almost kind of deceive yourself with a demon in disguise too. Deceive yourself with what? Nope. You could deceive yourself with a like with a demon in disguise. Like you could be like, uh, okay, I see what this is, but you could continue to go along with it anyway. And be like, oh well, I didn't know, but I feel like I feel like there's a level of consent with most deception. Mm -hmm. If we want to so go that way. Yeah. 
Okay, so yeah, the level of scent. Mm. 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 Okay, one second. We'll, we'll mm. come back to that one for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> intentional and unintentional. So if it's intentional, what does it look like in real life? If it's unintentional, what does it look like in real life? Okay. I say if it was intentional, I think it would be if we're just strictly talking about in the form of of a person, it could be a person that is deceptive in their way of living and you continue to kind of interact with them in a way that you shouldn't. Um, That kind of bleeds over into how you live your life. So that's a demon in disguise and you're continuing to be like you're continuing to give consent to this person to be in your life. Right. And then I feel Mm -hmm. like it could also be, um, in disguise, like completely unbeknownst to you, um, if you are just like blind to that person's um, deception <laughs> and um, their their lack of helpfulness in your life, yeah, I think I think it could be unbeknownst to you in that way, in the sense of like it's literally in disguise, like you can't tell, like oh, you think this person is good for you or good to have in your life when actually they can be pretty toxic in other areas, but you're blinded by the parts where they give you light. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now, now this um, topic, I came the other day, I was talking to a friend and we were just talking about people. I had brought him to church. Um, Cause I was doing, I was, you know, I do the whole live stream for, a church in Fraser, and so I just had him come, or he just wanted to come through, and so he came through, saw how everything was working, all the the production and all that good stuff, and then we went out to eat afterwards, and then while we were sitting there eating, we got to talking about the people, we got to talking about different types of personalities, and we got to talk about some people, they are, they have the sweet, they might have a really sweet personality they might be they might seem really great on the surface everything goes well they they make you happy but then they just some sometimes they might still be just eating away at your sanity they might still be eating away at um the things that are good the fruits of the spirit that you that you nurture and build you up but they might not even intentionally know you and then we also talked about the people, the demons, the, the, the demons who are straight up out to get you. And then they might not, they, they are, they put off the best mass on the planet where you don't even realize mm-hmm. that, okay, this person is actually not for me. They are 100% against me. And so the next day, of course, I'm like, yo, this has to be the topic. Mm-hmm. Demons in disguise. Because in 2021, I definitely came across a couple demons in this you find out you find out just how so we associate demons with evil you find out just how bad these characters were or are and it was so interesting talking about it because a lot of the similar similarities between the people um that turn out to be demons in disguise they have a they are like a high level of narcissism like they're really, it's it really options. Like my, for example, he was, um, he was helping this person out 
and it's crazy how it works. Like, like, you know, you go, you help somebody or you, you are interested in somebody or you, you know, you spend in, you spend time with people and for you, everything is great. Everything's all good. You're just doing what you're, what you're normal, what's normal to you. But then it turns out that this person was trying to use you or they were against you. But when we're talking about demons, they don't want what's best for you. And so it's like, um, it turns out not to be as good as you thought it was going to be. Or you, it turns out to be t actually terrible. And mm -hmm. so we both ran into this situation. But then he was like, he was helping this person out. And he was, you know, being a friendly, a, a neighbor to this person. And then come to find out they were the, talking, they were telling someone else about how they were trying to play him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, literally, he literally helped this person out with what he had. And because Donovan, he's like a, he's a well-to-do person. So he, he's, he's got, he's, he's good. So when he, he can help some, his normal helping somebody out, his average giving is a lot more than what most people can do, right? So mm -hmm. Donovan helps somebody out. It's like a big, big thing to, to other to him. And so this person is just being blessed, being, you know, supported in these different ways. And then they're just plotting against him. And then he finds out. And they just like after he helps them, they just try like dip and they think that they've gotten the leg up on them. But what's also interesting about this is it never really turns out that well for them in the end. Like it might look good on the It might look good with the with the temporary victory. But the, the war doesn't seem to. Ever go well, it's like Satan and how, you know, Satan will give you give certain things, help certain people out move put people in certain positions to do certain things that he wants them to do the war but then in the end there's no reward for it so like at the end of the at the end of the tunnel is not light and a and you know the uh, the pot of gold at the end of the tunnel tunnel is probably just a knife so that you can get killed and the next person could do the same thing and so demons and i went back to that scripture um in ephesians i had it the other day what was it karen ephesians it's ephesians six twelve. for we do not wrestle against flesh and but blood but against the rulers against the authorities against the cosmic powers over this present darkness against the spiritual force of evil and demons influencing people to do what they want the person to do which will lead them to death mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay hold on there's a couple of things to unpack because like as i'm as i'm thinking about this um do you think that people can tell when they're demons i think you have if you're in the word you can well you the person, I don't believe the person will become a demon. I believe that the person you are influenced by a demon. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that demon could get 
influence over someone through what you watch, what you listen to, all of the senses, <laughs> who you come in contact with, and everything else. But that person does not become a, a, a demon, but it can be influenced by a demon. Mm, okay. Got you. Okay, that helped me. That helped me kind of separate and understand like the context that you're coming from when it, when I'm thinking about like okay, people and their intents. And I I it's it's interesting because like as you were explaining um, the situation with your friend Donovan, I'm thinking about other people too who sincerely believe that they are doing something good for somebody, but because their intent isn't coming from the correct place in their heart, that's when. I'm trying to, how do I explain this? I'm just trying to think about like how people operate as demons and they don't really even know. Like they're being influenced by a demon because their intent is coming from the incorrect place, which means that no matter what they give or no matter what they do. Demon who? Say that again. It cut off for a little bit. So I didn't know if you were, if you had continued your point, but I was like, I was saying that I can, I can tell you exactly uh, how a person thinks that they're doing really good mm -hmm. for other people and then they end up just working as a demon yep <laughs> yeah that's pretty much when the point i was making the easiest the way that that happens is they don't know the word they have no sort of connection to is good or what the fruits of the spirit actually are so i could be i could be your best friend and i could love cocaine yep and if I love cocaine and I think cocaine is the best thing that you can take, it frees your mind. It's going to help you to relax. It's going to help you do, you know, run faster in the gym and just do everything better. I'm going to tell you that you need to try cocaine too. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be like, yo, bro, I'm telling you, Karen, stop, stop. Punk. It's on point. You're going to be, you're going to be crunk. We're going to go to this party. It's going to be good. Cocaine is where it's at. But check this out <laughs> studies show <laughs> cocaine isn't good for you <laughs> by the way but if i truly believe it if i truly believe it i might have the the purest heart on the planet your parents might be telling you not to do it okay i understand it but they don't know they ain't do no cocaine they can't tell you that it's not good because they ain't do it i've done it as your friend and you need to do cocaine on cocaine now you can't keep a job now you can't you can't afford anything anymore. You're, you're spending your, your house payments on cocaine. You no longer have any place to live. You're homeless. You can't afford any sort of clothes, food, and everybody has abandoned you because every time you're getting the opportunity to go help or to, to be helped, you'd use that opportunity to use somebody to get more cocaine. Your life is trash. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Demon in disguise. That person believes believed right and then they use that you know with good intentions they had a great heart they loved you they loved you but now you ended up in this road because they didn't have the understanding that okay wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute this isn't good so i'm leading you in the wrong direction sticky situation because you can also run into that same like not like that's that's very blatant and it can be very it, that can be more obvious but who it talks about those lukewarm people that we've talked about before the loop the lukewarm people could influence people to be lukewarm and they could influence people to 
not be all in on with their faith. They could influence people to say, you know what, that's okay if you do A, B, C, and D with all these people, as long as you, you know, ask for forgiveness, you'll be good. So there's no real reason for you to stop anything. You're good. Just keep doing what you're doing. You know, God loves us and he's going to forgive us. I mean, Jesus died for our sins. So, you know, you can be on the street. <laughs> you, you, you can be on the street. It's cool. God's going to forgive you. Don't no. even trip. Don't even trip. Don't even trip. Look, I'll go out there with you. You trying to go? <laughs> I, I need to harp on that for a second because Martel, like, there are so many people who misconstrue the will, grace, and forgiveness of God and will sincerely operate in that mentality in their lives. Like what you're saying, like, like, oh, well, like, it's fine if I do this because God's going to forgive me no matter what. Like, it's fine. Like, I don't need, I don't need to ask. Like, it's already, it's already given. Like, ask, you shall receive. Like, Jesus dies. So that, that was the thing that, like, you know, covers all our sins. And people yeah. will continue to live these lives full of whatever they want misconstruing the purpose of God's grace and forgiveness and think that they're fine. That mm -hmm. is, that is a huge demon in disguise because like people actually believe that. Like people sincerely believe that like, like, no, like I can live this way. Like, you know, I, I still, you know, got, go to church, you know, I read the word, but like I, your life oh, yeah, is a transform. <laughs> yes. And they, yes. Yes. And like just seeing this and the people who operate in this mentality, like that is a, monstrous level of self-deception that I don't think I ever want to be able to achieve. I don't want to be able to read the truth for myself, decide something entirely different, and then live a life that operates in that mentality that I've decided. That is some extreme, monstrous self-deception that is incredibly powerful and hard to break. So like my, my heart breaks for those people, but like, that's a real thing. Like what you just said is so real. Like so many people live and operate in that mentality. It's just like, okay, well, uh, mm, do you realize that there are only two sides and you can only pick one? Yeah. And you're trying yeah. to have one toe in here and then one toe in the other so you can live the life that you want, but living the life that you're called will require you to leave this. So I just had to harp on that real quick because like, there are so many people who still live like that. Who are like, why are you so strict on yourself? Like God didn't want us to suffer. He wanted us to be happy. He didn't know he, that's not what he wanted for you. <laughs> Your mm -hmm. happiness is destroyed. It's destroying you. It you is have been fooled. You. you have been bamboozled. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's like it's like it's like, oh, yeah, no, I, I read the Bible. I go to church sometimes. I've got spiritual friends. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And. And I've got a, I <laughs> have these relations with during the week. I mean, I got my Tuesday friend, I got my Thursday friend, and I got my Saturday night friend if she's down. Um, and then we just rotate those three. They don't know about each other. They don't know each other, but it's all good. I mean, I'm not looking for a relationship right now, but you know, I gotta have I have my sexual desires just like everybody else. So I gotta you know satisfy it in the way that I can. You know, God don't want me to be you know struggling and everything and unhappy. Oh, wait a minute. Stop. Galatians 5.17 says, For the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit, and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so that you are not to do whatever you want, 
But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. 19. The acts of the flesh are obvious. They are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, mm -hmm, jealousy, mm -hmm. fits of rage, tensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. So the way to uncover the demon is just go down the checklist. Are you being led to one of these six million things? <laughs> one of these. I like just just get get just get your checklist out. Say, okay. Does this person lead me fruits or or acts of the flesh? Because we got the fruits of the spirit, that which is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against these things, there is no law. So if this person or this situation leads me into sexual immorality, wait a minute, it has to be a demon. Okay, wait, 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 wait. So this person, this person wants me to worship this on not phonics. We're hooked on Housewives of Atlanta. We worship these people. We want to be like these people. Everything that we do is surrounded by their lives. I'm on their social media. I'm watching them on TV. I want to look like them, be like them. I want to live the life that they live. I just want to be a housewife now because of them. I worship these people. And, but it's okay because I also read the Bible. Oh, good. On, on Thursdays. Okay. <laughs> and my friend, my friend, you know, she's in it right there with me so we should be good yikes that was a yikes. lot that was a lot joy peace forbearance kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control and self-control it might look good it might look good but it might not be good <laughs> it might not be good Think about it. Like, where does it map out to? A lot of the stuff, I think, and my friend, he was, he was having issues when we were talking about it because he was like, how do you, how do you, how do you see these people like from the beginning? Like, how can you just spot it from the jump? And, you know, I, I mean, I don't got any sort of like concrete hypothesis of, if you smell this on them, or if they, they they turn their head in this direction at this point in time and say these words, then they're a demon. No, but I, I think we did look down some character, some very obvious characteristics. A lot of these people are narcissistic people. They are very concerned about their self and they are very, they think that you are thinking about them as much as they're thinking about them. And they will be just as upset with you because you didn't think about them when they've been thinking about them the whole time. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it might sound crazy. It might sound crazy, but let me give you a real example of that. Have you ever came in contact with a person one time about something? They say, I'm afraid of the color yellow. Mm -hmm. I'm afraid of the color yellow. They say it casually in a conversation four months ago. And then four months later, you talk about something with them. You're like, oh, man, you know, I was thinking about getting this thing. 
it was going to be yellow. And then they, they, they go off. They go into a fit. They are upset now because you said you one said it, and then you thought about getting them that color. Don't. How could you? How could that you would even think about saying those words and getting me something yellow when you know, when you know that I told you that yellow is the most dangerous and evil color on the planet and i hate it and i hate that color because it reminds me of this this and this and this and you're just so insensitive and i just can't believe it was a lot that was that was you a think lot. i'm thinking about you that much you think oh wait <laughs> Look, that's not self-control, one. <laughs> it's not kindness. It's not gentleness. None, none, so, so you automatically have to put that into that other character, uh, characteristic or that list of characteristics that map out to demons. Because it doesn't fit. It doesn't fit the spruits of the spirit picture anymore. That's difficult. There's I also certain people who have a really good heart right they'll, they help a lot of people and then they'll tell they'll then it'll like come through the cracks the the the, the, the demonic part of it of them of their of their personality will, will seep through yeah because like incited by something like they might get upset and then you know when people 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 show you the real them and you only really know who someone truly is because you know you you, you gotta we talk about we talked about the conscious natural inclinations, the things that you do naturally, the, the real habits and the things that you are. Um, just like how you can tell if someone's actually tough or not. <laughs> you have to put them in a situation where they might be scared. <laughs> but the people who have these deep narcissistic thoughts and they really are selfish or really care or re they're really just concerned about them and not you, you'll see it in, okay, they're nice when they're around everybody. That's cool. You get them upset. They're upset. Now everything is about them versus you. Mm -hmm. You have done things to intentionally hurt me. So Marta, can you hear me? Hello, hello. Can you, okay, I see a thumbs up from you. All right, we good? I cannot hear you. Can you hear me now? There you are. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. No, but I was just saying um, that there are some people who they're really great until the real them has to come out. Um, 
I mean, this is this is on topic and off topic at the same time, but it's like that's why it talks about like a, a friend revealed what was it, a struggle in a struggle. Yeah, yeah. Because it's really easy to it's really easy to put up a, a mask. It's really easy to just be a certain way when everything is, is going well. But like you really, when the, when a test actually comes is when you know who you're dealing with and who you are. If I'm really big, tough person, if I'm really big, tough guy all the time, right? And everybody knows me as really big, tough guy. But as soon as someone, you know, tightens up, someone squares up on me, I'm, I'm like terrified and I can't speak, talk. I got it, and I I just will I cannot move. Then, that's probably who I really am. <laughs> I'm not Mr. Big Tough Guy. And I've seen this a lot. I've seen a lot of phony people. There's a lot of people who like like. But it's like it's really interesting how one thing that someone tries to push out. And when I say push out, I mean like they want you to believe this about them. The more that they try to put the, push this thing out, the more likely it's just to cover up some sort of insecurity. Yeah. And so it's like, I'm tough, I'm tough, I'm strong, I'm strong. I'm bad, I'm bad, I'll beat everybody down. And then you get, then then someone bosses up on them. And it's like, <laughs> now I didn't know you was about to get serious on me like that. <laughs> you know those barkers? <laughs> Jeez. All talking on bite. <laughs> I think uh there's something to be said about how we can do this to ourselves too. Like how we can deceive ourselves into believing something about ourselves that is isn't necessarily true. And sometimes it works out in our favor where we just fake it till we make it, or it'll actually handicap you from achieving the greatness that's that was put into you and I think that God wouldn't plant something in he wouldn't ask you to bring something out of you that he didn't plant in you and there are a lot of people running around trying to act out things that God didn't plant in them for example like what you just said like trying to be all tough and macho actually God's trying to work out a couple things in your life that you need to heal from before you can actually build the muscle <laughs> mentally or physically to be able to handle these battles that you feel like you can handle. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that there's something to be said about demons to in disguise within us that keep us from operating in, in God's anointing. Um, even though that's an entirely different topic. So I'm kind of bouncing on and off topic. There's something to be said about that too, how we can deceive ourselves into either playing small or playing big when we don't even have the girth to back it up. Yeah, it's a shame. It is a shame. But in disguise, demons in disguise, you gotta really. I think it's, you know, dealing with with people. If you're on, you know, if you're a human being, you probably have to interact with other people on a regular basis. And so. There's some people that just don't want good for you. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. like just straight up. Like, there's anybody's ever watched like The Dark Knight, The Joker. You know who the Joker is? The Joker oh, is just God. like <laughs> the the Joker just wants to see the world burn up. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's their whole. That's the Joker's full goal. There's some people who are like have natural gifts within them and they use them. I found this on the web. Oh, thanks. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. <laughs> gifts and abilities. And they will use them to take advantage of other people. And some people do it very much intentionally, but some people do it unconsciously. But you can spot it when you read the the Bible about what the Bible says, because the fruits you can tell about, you can tell the tree by the fruits. Mm-hmm. It ain't going to produce nothing good. Look, I have, I have some gosh dang evil y'all. Like, I mean, evil. I'm talking somebody, I'm talking a human who will map out their whole career path, their life, their day-to-day interactions, I mean, straight determination and focus, map out everything so that they can manipulate a certain type of human so that they can get to where they're trying to go, mm-hmm. wherever that is. Like, I'm talking math land lab. I'm concocting this, this strategy on how I can take advantage of you. Mm-hmm. And, and that sounds crazy. That re- I feel like that sounds crazy, but it's like, no, it's real life. It's real life. Most people won't ever have to deal with it because, well, I guess the, a lot of people won't have to deal with it because, you know, they're going to, these people also will, will you got to have something for them to take. So <laughs> if you ain't doing nothing yourself, and probably they ain't, they ain't trying, unless, you know, you know, people actually, well, people try to steal from you at any level, but I, but in Donovan's case, they've tried to, they see something, they see like his car or something. And then they try to, they start to make up this strategy on how they're going to get to him. Or they see that you're on, that you're on, you're, you, you're progressing, you're moving forward. And they're like, okay, I can take, I can get this from this person. And then I can get this from this other person. So I'm going to just make sure that I map out the relationship with this person so that I can just always is get this thing and know each other but it's going to be cool because I'm going to just use them till I can get to this point right here. There are smart people who do evil things. There are also dumb people that do evil things. Yep. Yep. And that's the terrifying part about both because like it can be, it can be really, really hard some days to tell a smart person from a dumb person because from afar they're acting the same. It can be really difficult to decipher and pick them apart. But I think that, at least for me, I don't know about you, I find peace in knowing that I can return to the text and just continue to consult with God about, okay, like, does this person need to be in my life? Okay, what's this person's intent? And it may not be revealed to you immediately, but you do know that you have to be careful about who you let in close. You need to actually examine people's hearts to the best of your ability and in turn examine your own to understand people's intent the best way that you can. 
granted, we're not God, so we're never gonna know someone's entire heart. Only that God can know that. But you said what? I was saying one hundred percent, and you know who helps with that? Who? The Holy Spirit. Hey, would you look at that? The only. The, the reason that I, so I came, I, like I said, 2021, I came in, in close contact with some demons in disguise. Um, but one in particular. Close contact. I prayed. Ooh, you got it. <laughs> oh, no. That's, pray, that's all you. you have to that's pray. all you. <laughs> I, I prayed in this situation and then I got a piece of information. And then when the piece of information, the piece of information, well, let me just be like, let me just put it like this. I prayed. And, and, and so I was thinking about making this decision based on what the other person said, what might be a good idea. And then I decided, you know what? I want to see more. And this is what came through prayer. I'm like, I don't know enough for that just yet. I don't think that's a good idea because in prayer it didn't seem like a good idea and then you pray again you, you just continuously pray over this whole situation and then you start to realize oh, okay cool 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 I'm, I'm i'm learning new things and i'm seeing certain things and then in prayer i get you are revealing to me what prayer is and I can see that this is going to map out. This won't map out to anything good. And what what the Holy Spirit will do, beautiful, beautiful thing, is it'll get you. It'll it'll let you know about how bad something can be, or that you're going in the wrong direction, so that you don't have to fully get destroyed to find out. You don't have to, you know, fall into the ditch to find out that there was a hole ten miles down the road. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit. It's gonna let you know. I'm telling you, light turn right. But you know, at that point, you can still decide. You know, I want to keep going straight <laughs> and run straight into that ditch, <laughs> or you can turn right. It's up to you. But when the Holy Spirit gives you, like, literally gives you the game plan, tells you exactly, look, this person isn't isn't for you. Then that person most likely will reveal that to you. And that's what happened. And I got my way out. And then I ended up finding out more about person. This wasn't, this definitely wasn't going to go well. I don't know how bad, because like, you know, I, I, I had, when I was, when I was praying, I, and when I was praying and then when I met up with this person, I felt like straight up evil. Like, I mean, I, I just felt like there was I just felt like my life was being plotted on. <laughs> so I, you know, obviously I'm still alive, but I felt like, man, I don't know where this, I didn't make the decision that I made, but I know, I know for certain that it was not going to go well. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's just that, it's just that those, that those con, those things that the, the, those characteristics that seep through the cracks and you being able to see them because you're you're more you're sharper because of prayer. I love it. I love it. Oh, so, there you are. I don't know where it was gonna map out to, but I think it's gonna be bad. 
Say it again. No, I thought I lost you for a second, but I'm glad you're still with us. You survived. <laughs> you survived your encounter. And I think um, even though like, I say that, like, you know, with laughter, I think it's really important to understand that, like, once you acknowledge that you, you're being deceived, like that information has been brought to you or revealed to you by another source, Holy Spirit, through prayer, etc. You took it upon yourself to do something about it and to remove yourself from the situation, no matter how beneficial it, it was um, in other contexts. So I just wanted to harp on that really quickly. Yes, ma'am. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Oh, no. So... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Definitely. You got to go to Galatians 5. If you're dealing with anybody who you might think is a demon in disguise, who, who is just straight up being influenced or evil, they leading you down the wrong path, or you're just completely unsure, how about you go to Galatians 5? And start with verse 16 and go all the way to the bottom. Okay? Read that. And look, you know what? Look, actually, do this. Get a piece of paper. Make a checklist of everything that this, those verses say. Then think about your relationship and say, okay, is this mapping out to this? And if it's mapping out to all of the acts of the flesh, then check, then check this out. You need to throw that away. You need to crumple up that relationship, just like the piece of paper, and throw it in the trash. <laughs> you don't need it. Nice. Great analogy. I love it. Throw it in the trash. That's what we want this topic. We ain't. So, Queen, you got something for us? I sure do. I sure do. All right. The words of wisdom for today are, it is not a shame to be deceived, but it is to stay in the deception. It is not. Say I gotcha, I gotcha. Say it again. It is not a shame to be deceived, but it is to stay in the deception. Mm. It's not a shame to be deceived, but it's a shame to stay in the deception. So that's like fool me once, you know, shame on you. Fool me twice. I knew you did it. <laughs> that's literally it. That's literally it. It is up to you to get away from that person, place or thing that is causing this turmoil that led to the deception. Once you're made aware of it, it's up to you as a steward over your life to correct the, your pathway before it yeah. leads to more death. That's it. There it is. There it is. I know your game. I, I know your game at this point. Do I want, am I going to be fooled again? Well, I can't even be fooled again. I'm just going to walk. I'm just going to drive full into this ditch now. Be there. Yikes. Okay. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. And we're going to talk to y'all folks 
next week. This has been episode number 59, Demons in Disguise. My name is Martel. And my name is Karen Hubbard, otherwise known as Queen K. And we're going to talk to y'all later. Peace.